On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Edison 32K Podcast. I'm going to read everyone off three important facts, and I want you all to pay very close attention. Fact number one is that 8.6, this number, I want you guys to remember this, okay? 8.6% of Asian Americans seek mental health care compared to an average of 17.9% of the general population. So that means that Asian Americans seek mental health care less than everybody else in the country, okay? Second fact I want to read off to you guys is 50 Okay, this number 50 represents the number of distinct ethnic groups included in U.S. Asian American demographic reportings. And basically, it's saying that uh, all the Asians in the United States, it's broken down to a lot of distinct ethnic groups. And everybody's different in their own terms, in terms of like language, uh, uh, culture, in terms of like um, dynamics. So um, there's a lot of different ethnic groups in America relating to Asians. And the last fact I wanted to read off to you guys is the number 2.6 million. And this number represents people the age of five and older that speak Chinese at home. So it's saying that there's a lot of people in this country that speak a second language or a different language at home. So throughout this whole podcast, I guess we're going to kind of take a look at these three facts. And uh, we're going to just talk about why it's so important to seek mental health care as an Asian person, and even even more so as an Asian American, because I think I mentioned this in my previous podcast, Asian Americans have a very distinct upbringing, and we kind of like are, are we're on our own little bubble, our own little world, and I think to have a a good sense of like self awareness of who you are and where you stand, um, not only mentally but also culturally and in your life, can help play a big role in in. Um, your overall well-being and I think a lot of people put this um, to rest and they kind of like ignore this fact and I think it comes back at a later on at a later age in your life and in your future and it kind of like hurts you so I want to talk about this um, throughout the whole podcast but um, I mean why do we want to talk about mental health and I think mental health is so important and in today's day and age I think it's even more so more important than ever because um Children of like, you know, second, third generation Asian Americans, um, you know, their parents come over here and then they have kids and their kids have kids. And, and there's this whole dynamic where it's like they have to deal with like cultural assimilation. They have to deal with like um, language barriers. They have to deal with like balancing, you know, parents' expectations versus their own. And just overall, like a lot of these things play an important factor into like affecting your mental health. So I think it's really important to talk about this. And also it's even more important to take action and do something for yourselves because as you all know in in this life nobody else can help you grow nobody else is gonna pull you up except for yourself so if you take a stand and and just 
take care of yourself and love yourself, I think, you know, you'll live a more peaceful life. And I think that plays for not only everybody in this whole entire world, but also um, I want to focus on Asian Americans in general. Um, so why is it that mental health is so important? Well, there's so many reasons why it's important. Um, but I want to start out with some of the reasons why we should all seek mental health care. It's because I guess happiness is, it comes from within, right? And everybody's definition of happiness is going to be different depending on your like dynamics, your social structure, your family uh, relationships, your relationships with your friends, with your peers, with your coworkers. The list goes on and on. But I think happiness is, is comes from having positive relationships with each other. And this has been proven through a TED Talk that I'll probably touch base on in, an, in another podcast. But there's been TED Talks where um, speakers have kind of come in and given, you know, uh, speeches about this topic. And they had like um, people from the healthcare industry, um, psychologists, um, just people that have worked in industries where they take care of people their whole lives and people that have been with people at their very last moments, um, the very last breath on this planet. And the number one thing they they that those people say to the paramedics or to the people that are helping them is that they regret spending more time with the people that they love and building a more positive bond and a better relationship. So what I'm trying to say is that if you want to be truly happy in your lives, I think you should have a good relationship with people that you're close to and people that you love. But in order for that to happen, you have to have the right mindset and you have to have... Um, a positive uh, mental outlook on your life and in general. So, but a lot of Asian Americans struggle with this because, um, like I said earlier, there's they're like there's like a language barrier. Some people don't speak English. They don't know how to speak up, and they don't know that they're actually suffering from a mental health issue until it's too late, or they commit suicide, or they do something crazy um, out of the blue. Um, and secondly, there's a whole dynamic of like. In the Asian community, I think whether you're Asian American or you're Asian from Asia, I think if you seek mental health, people are going to look down on you and they're going to think you're crazy. So that's a whole new new concern that, that a lot of Asians have is that I'm just going to keep everything inside, let everything build up, let everything fester, and then it's just going to kill you. It's going to take control of your body, of your mind, and you just one day you're not going to be able to like hold it in anymore and you're just going to like explode um, and you're going to have a breakdown, which is very risky, very dangerous. Um, and the last, the last thing I wanted to talk about was also, um, I think there's just like a negative stigma going to like a mental, you know, like a, like a psychiatrist's office or like to seek therapy because it's like, why do you want to go in and talk to a stranger about your life? Like, why do you want to tell them everything about your upbringing, about your weaknesses, about your fear? It's like, I mean, people aren't accustomed to that, you know, so I'm going to touch base on those three topics through this podcast today, and I hope everybody can stay tuned and, and kind of like kind of tune in because I think this topic is so vital. It's so important to everybody, not only Asians, but in the, in the whole entire Asian, Asian American community. Um, and I think I'm going to try to analyze and just break down some of these points as best as I can. And uh, I think the number one thing or the point number one I want to talk about is the language barrier. So a lot of, for example, take into consideration, like if my grandma had mental health issues, she's not going to be able to go in and communicate with someone that just speaks English. So whether this person is like fully licensed, went to school, graduated, has a lot of experience under her belt, if you can't 
communicate with your patient in the same language, you're not going to be able to convey your message. So it's really crucial to find someone that can speak your language, but at the same time, equally important to have like a good positive um, you know, outlook on your life and also to have a good cultural understanding of your own culture, like where you came from. For example, I know that if I had an issue and I went in and talked to a therapist and that the therapist is like not Asian, I mean, she or he, he or she could study, like spend countless amount of hours, a lot of time just studying Asian culture dynamics, studying like, um, you know, what causes Asians to do certain things. Like they try to study like upbringings, but there's a difference between like studying all those things and actually growing up in it and going through it. So I think if you look for someone that like understands your culture or has been through it or both, I think that's a better situation that you can put yourself into and you can have a better um, you have a more relaxed mindset and you can kind of like sit down and talk to your counselor, your therapist about certain things. I think that's the number one key that if you're going to look for someone that's a therapist, you should probably look in that direction. Um, secondly, I mentioned earlier about the whole like, um, you know, like people thinking that you're crazy or like looking down on you or I guess in the Asian American community, like kind of there's a stigma where it's like, oh my gosh, if he's looking for a therapist or if he's going to talk about his problem, like he's weak or he has like, he's a little bit psycho in the head. But you know what, guys? I mean, there has to be a point in your life where you have to realize that if you don't take care of yourself, nobody else is going to take care of you. You know, like you're in charge, you're responsible for your own happiness. Like if you rely on someone else to make you happy, you can't make your yourself happy. I think... You're, never, you're not going to be happy even if someone else tries to make you happy because your happiness shouldn't come from external like external uh, forces or it shouldn't come from like external factors or people. It should, be, it should come from within. So if you kind of like break out of this mentality and say, hey, you know, I am not, I'm not happy or I'm, not, I'm sad or something's wrong with me, like I should just take some steps and, and seek some help. And I think um, it all starts with like, it's a very sensitive topic and I think a lot of people need that kind of push because talking about mental health is very, it's very sensitive and, and you know, if you're going to be talking about this and somebody comes along and just says, or laughs at you or kind of points to finger and says, ha ha ha, what are you, what are you doing? Oh, uh, Van's going to see a therapist. He's so weak. It's like, you don't want to surround yourself with those kind of people, you know? So you kind of want to have people that are positive that wants to help you out, you know? I remember when I was little um, and used to study a lot and uh, my parents, or especially my dad, was very strict. And I'm sure a lot of Asians can relate to this, whether you're in Asia or you're like living here in the United States. I think that if you got a test score back and it was less than anything, less than like a 90%, or if like even if it was like a 80%, um, your parents would, would probably yell at you or beat you or hit you, you know? But in my situation, like I was kind of like really slow back in elementary school. And I no matter how hard I studied, sometimes like depending on the teacher's teaching style, I wouldn't be able to grasp the material correctly. So uh, there's a story. I want to tell you guys a story. So long story short, um, I took a class, and I studied so hard for this test. I forgot what subject it was. I just remember the major details. This is the only thing you remember in life sometimes is just the major things that happen to you, not really all the little details. And I took the test home, and if you score below like a certain percentage, you have to get your parents to sign off on the test. And in order for them to sign off on the test, they have to see what you scored. And I was so nervous because I knew that if I took the test home, you know, like my dad would probably beat me or hit me or yell at me. And I would be so afraid of that. But 
um, every time this this happened, instead of like taking a proactive approach and trying to find out what kind of teaching style fit me or what kind of like um, method I could I could learn or what kind of action I could take in order to improve myself and and get better results, um, I got you know hit, I got beat, I got yelled at. So this instilled in me like a fear that that I couldn't shake off until like later on in life, like until I was like early twenties, and I realized that. Like, when you're young, all you want to do is just study hard, get good grades, because you just listen to your parents, and your parents keep telling you, like, if you don't study hard, you're going to be poor, and you're going to live in the streets, you're not going to make a lot of money, you're going to have a low salary job, and also, like, you're not going to be able to take care of yourself, and I remember my parents used to point outside and be like, hey, look at that trash can guy, you know, you want to be like him? And it's like, I mean, I mentioned about this earlier, but it's like, you can't really kind of judge people like that, you know, and I think Asian Americans growing up as second, third generation, like, we're more aware of this. But going back to the story, like, just little things like that as a child, it kind of, like, messes you up mentally. So you grow up and you have all these fears, you know. It's like if you can't, if you're always afraid of getting yelled at or getting hit, you're not going to want to open up to your parents. And this whole dynamic, this whole, this whole like, parent-sibling relationship kind of gets affected in a very negative way, you know. And you you develop this, like, mental barrier where it's like you, you want to keep to yourself, but also you want to open up, but then you can't. So what do you do? You do nothing because you just think that no matter what you do, it's going to be wrong. So you keep all these negative feelings inside. And then one day you realize, like, how come I'm so, like, negative? Or how come I'm so unhappy? Or how come I'm just, like, laying home depressed, you know? So I think it's the most important time of a child is, I think, during his or her early stages of, of like, between his ages of, like, maybe five, six to, like, teenage early teenage years like you got to have a really positive relationship with your kids in order for them to grow and have like a like a positive mindset because if you're going to instill in them fear and you're going to force them to do things that they don't want to do or even so like to make it things worse if you're going to like abuse them i think um this will lead to a lot of mental issues down the road so i think in my situation um you know i did go to therapy before i went to therapy once and it was just like within the last, I think, two or three years. I can't remember directly, but it helped a lot. And if I could go back in time, if I could do it again, I'd probably seek a therapist that um, was Asian or Asian-American because I think the whole cultural understanding is so key because I don't think it's a language barrier. And for like even for Asian-Americans that do speak English, I think having someone that's Asian themselves, they can totally relate because they know what you've been through. Certain therapists I've, that I've seen, they can understand. They can understand the situation, but they can't relate to it 100% because not being through it, like, you can't really, like, you can talk and, and say things, like, according to the book or say things like, but you can do things this way or you can do things like this or you could you can do things like that. But if you're going to relate, and I know that you've been through it, I know if you fought the battle, then I'm going to be more prone to, like, trying to trust you you know so i think so going back to the point of like overall mental health it's so key it's so important um and don't be ashamed of like people teasing you or people looking down on you you know um i mean 17.9 percent of the general population seek mental health and asian americans are half of that number only at 8.6 percent. that's so low and i don't know what it is but i i know that from reading books and reading articles and and online it's like a lot of these people that go to see that go see therapists it's like they're kind of like shocked like they don't you don't really see people of color let alone asians going to therapy so that's kind of like another thing that 
kind of like hits you in the head like oh my gosh like why am i why am i the only asian person here but i think times are changing and i think there's been like um certain times of the year where like people are dedicating mental health awareness to like asians just only asians i think that's really important um i think you have to take care of yourself first before you can actually take care of anybody else you know so there's so many points that I could bring up that, of why, you know, Asians uh, should go and seek mental health and I think should seek mental health care because, you know, if you're unhappy for a certain amount of period of time, you don't do something about it. It's kind of like a domino effect. It's going to grow and it's going to get bigger. And basically, basically, you know, you guys don't know what a domino effect is. If you knock one thing down, it's going to knock the next one down and it's going to go on and on and on and on. So you got to make a stop to it and you got to be brave and you got to just suck it up and realize that there's nothing wrong or right in this world you know you got to take care of yourself and if you take the action to take care of yourself and you do something about your mental health uh, issues i think your overall health not only physically but mentally is gonna it's gonna change dramatically and it has for me too and i'm sure it has for a lot of people out there that went through um therapy or that went to go see psychiatrists or you know kind of try to troubleshoot what's going on with 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 themselves but I encourage everybody to go out there and just like take a deep breath and realize that like happiness just comes from within, you know, and happiness comes from having positive relationships with other people in the world. But most importantly, I think it's with your family. If you feel distant from your family, there's got to be something wrong. There's this certain dynamic that maybe you went through as a kid that kind of affected you as you got older. So I, I read a book um, a while back that talked about mental health and talked about nurturing the inner child and that's another um psychology term it's like the inner child is like like something there's a voice inside of you and it's serving as your inner child and as a child you might have had some dramatic experience that remind that kind of like affected you mentally and whenever you experience something mentally um uh, mentally like negative that you have to go through um this inner child voice kind of kicks in in your mind whether you hear it or not it kind of kicks in and then your body like releases these like protective um like soldiers that come out and kind of protect you from it so for example if somebody's always angry right there's all they're always angry that means that they kind of like don't know how to deal with anger and when a person's very angry people might be fast to assume that they're just angry all the time they're just miserable they're horrible but actually angry people didn't have love growing up so a person that's very angry lacked love so in order to help them overcome their anger issues, you want to give them love, right? Um, another thing that I meant that I read in the book is like, um, if somebody's always laughing a lot, right? They're always laughing, they're always cheerful. It means that they're actually really lonely inside, and they're laughing because it's kind of like a self-defense mechanism. They want to like kind of trick themselves that everything is going well, everything is happy, but truly inside that they're really feeling lonely. So it's like. There's been psychological studies that have pr proven this, and um, the list goes on and on, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? It's like your bodies have these own mechanisms, and the inner child is what you want to protect, and you have defense mechanisms that come out and protects the inner child. So when you go to therapy, when you go to, when you try to understand yourselves better, like they try to probe and find out what is wrong with you, and they try to find out what you know your, your inner child is like, and they try to find out you know how to help you, and most importantly, you got to learn to accept and embrace your fears that's that's the bottom line of everything but i know it's a lot easier said than done you have to actually take the time out to invest in yourselves before you can actually um fix your mental issues so i think 
it's not something that you can fix within a day or two. It takes time, it takes weeks, months, you know, sometimes even years. But the most important thing is that don't feel, don't feel ashamed, guys, and don't feel that it's something that you should never do because people will say that about you, people will say this about you, because at the end of the day, you're going to go to bed, you're going to lay down by yourselves, and you're going to say, hey, you know, nobody else matters in this world except for me. You know, your parents might love you unconditionally, your brothers, your siblings, whatnot, but you're in charge of your own life, your own happiness. So um, don't feel ashamed. And I've all I've been there as well. Um, I know this podcast is very like sentimental. It's, it's more like emotional kind of. But I think um, from a cultural standpoint, I think um, it might be very difficult for Asian Americans or even Asian in general. But I hope this podcast can encourage and motivate everybody out there that's going through mental issues, whether they're small or big or medium, whatever they are, you know. No issue is 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 not worth taking the time out to to like conquer. So if you are brave enough to go out and and seek help, I commend you for it. And you know, sometimes if you guys out there see your friends or your family members going through some tough times, like you know, try to lend a helping hand. You know, sometimes people don't need money, they don't need gifts, they don't need stuff on Amazon. They just need someone to ask them how their life is going and how they're doing, and just kind of be there for them. And I think. A simple sentence just as like, hey, bro, or hey, sis, sister, you know, how's everything going? How's your life? I want to make sure you're okay. And just stuff like that, you know, like just kind of put yourself out there, help somebody, hold their hand and give them a hug. Um, and I hope that you all can bring each other up because in this world, you know, happiness is the most key thing. And without that, no matter how much money you have, I think you're going to be um, unhappy. So... Take the time out to take care of yourselves and love yourselves. And I hope this podcast will help everybody out there. And I hope you guys have a great day. And uh, tune in again for another podcast later on this week. Um, I might have a guest coming in soon. Um, and I uh, hope you guys have a great time. And let me know if you have any questions, okay? My email address is etchison32kpodcast at gmail.com. That's etchison32kpodcast with the letter S at the end at gmail.com shoot me an email if you guys have any questions all right i love you all and uh have a great night take care of yourselves and uh